Welcome to episode 18 of Not That AA. I'm Allie. And I'm AJ. And Happy New Year. This is our first podcast of 2018. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been gone for a while, but you know how it is. During the holidays, get busy, stress, being sick. I know AJ was sick for a while, pretty much all of the holidays. Yeah, something's nasty this holiday. Yeah, I mean, they've been showing reports that the flu has been a lot more virulent and a lot more deadly this year. Mm -hmm. So um, we'll have to see what happens as... I mean, the flu season is still continuing. It is. Anyways, so um, right now we are going to talk about a game that we were a little bit on the late freight when it came to it, I mean, we, we started playing it probably like five or six months after everyone else started playing it, mm-hmm. I think. And that game is Persona 5. Yes. Now, I have never played any Persona game series, but I think you said you have. I played a little bit of 4 on the Vita. Okay. But, you know, I eventually, long story short, I traded my Vita and I couldn't finish the game. Yeah. But basically, it's a Japanese RPG game. And the premise sounds kind of boring on the surface, but you have to really play it to understand why it's such a popular game in Japan. Mm -hmm. And the idea is that you're usually a high school student. Yeah. And it kind of explores the everyday life of being a high school student. But there's this whole other side to the game where you're in the metaverse and you do all these things and every single persona has a different reason for why you're going into it. Exactly. So... Persona 4, at least as far as I remember, it's there's people going missing, and you're going into TVs, into the metaverse. Yeah, I've seen a little bit of the anime. The anime is on Crunchyroll, mm-hmm. of course. It's not sponsored at all. But um, the Persona 4 anime is on Crunchyroll, and it was announced recently that the Persona 5 anime is going to come out in April. Mm-hmm. So super excited about that. But continue. But so the idea is that every persona has its own unique story and new character, and there's really no continuity between the different personas. Everyone is a separate new story. Yeah. Um, so five, the general premise is you're a high school student, something happens to you, and you have to go live with like this new guardian. Yeah, this is going to have minor spoilers, by the way. So if you've never played the game, then maybe you should stop here. But we're not going to spoil like everything all the way to the end or yeah. even halfway, I don't think. So. I mean, the stuff we talk about, you could probably see in reviews. When exactly. They talk about game. Exactly. Yeah. So this one is done through an app on your phone. Like, not the game, yeah. but you don't jump into TVs like in Persona 4. You, it's, there's a metaverse navigation app mm-hmm. that shows up. And the premise is, is that, you know, there's these people who have twisted desires. And so you go and basically convert them by stealing their heart or stealing mm-hmm. the source of these desires. Yeah, I think it says on the cover, steal your heart or something like that. Yeah, yeah. So our group is the Phantom Thieves of Hearts. Mm-hmm. Okay. And so now the main protagonist in the manga is uh, Akira, Akira, Akira Kurusu. But the game, they're saying it's Ren Amamiya. I think Ren is what's going to be called in the anime. Yeah, and so a lot of people don't like that. And a lot of people still refer to him as Akira. But in the game, you can name him whatever. Ours is named Mac Daddy. Yeah. So. 
Um, and then you form relationships with people like around you. So, and they're called confidants, and they each represent a tarot card arcana. Mm-hmm. And your personas are named after like mythological beings and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, now, do you have a favorite character? Hmm. So, first of all, a little bit of spoilers because it doesn't. The cover doesn't tell you all all about the characters that you're going to But it shows you who they are. And if you watch the opening introduction, you know who it is. I mean, I didn't put two and two together because I guess I'm stupid or oblivious. Mm -hmm. But um, it shows who they're going to be. Yeah. I would say my favorite probably is Ryuji. Ah, you're just like Shenpai. Yeah. <laughs> okay, so for those of you who don't know, there's a YouTube channel. Um, she goes by Shenpai, but I think the channel's... I mean, there's a channel called Shenpai Streams, and then I think she also goes by Arrow Vivo or something like that. And she did a huge... Persona 5 is a huge game, so she has like 95-hour-long videos and I kind of watch bits and pieces, but she is in love with Ryuji. And I think, and you like Ryuji too. Explain why you like Ryuji. Ryuji, you acro- you come across like within the first hour of the game. So that's not really a spoiler, but go he, on. He just seems like a cool everyday high school student that's kind of like rebelling against authority. Yeah, yeah. Maybe that's why I like him because he's very no-nonsense. He's super blunt. He's the only one that's willing to kind of fight against you know, the corrupt adults at the school before you show up. Because everyone was... I don't want to spoil uh, too much of a story, but basically... He has the a high reputation of a troublemaker. To, uh, he's, yeah, a troublemaker. And everyone else is kind of meek and sub- submissive yeah. at the school. And he's the only one that kind of fights back. Yeah. And you can tell who he is by his fiery blonde hair. <laughs> yeah, the only one in, like, pretty much the, the whole entire school. school. Besides On, but On is naturally blonde. Yeah. So, um, of course, you know that I can't stop talking about my favorite character, which is Yusuke Kitagawa, who's an artist, also one of our confidants, also a persona user. Mm-hmm. Like, he gets a lot of hate because he's very weird and has a very weird personality, mm-hmm. but his story is really sad, and I don't know, I like him. I think he's just... I think he's physically attractive, Mm -hmm. but also there's something about that artistic personality. I think maybe that kind of ties into how I think because I was an artist Mm -hmm. before going into science. So, I mean, I kind of understand how he sees things. I don't think I'm that weird. I don't think I'm as weird as he is, but... (laughs) I don't know if weird is the right term for him. He's... Maladjusted? (laughs) He's... I think he's one of those people that are so focused on his craft. Yes. That he kind of neglected other areas of his life. So he's not so much weird as, um, I would say, focused on... If you knew me when I was an undergrad, I was like that with my art classes. Like, especially costume design, Mm -hmm. where I would go after... Um, my, my design instructor had a kind of like no, no credit 
drawing course mm-hmm. that she taught in addition to costume design and you didn't register for it it was just like a free thing and you just go mm-hmm. i was like the only person who went like every single time because mm-hmm. i was just so focused in like you said on your craft that you mm-hmm. pretty much ignore everything else yeah so <laughs> so he's just dedicated i would say dedicated yes yeah but he's also cold as ice, man. Like, he makes comments that are so on the surface when you hear them. And I see, like, if, for example, in, like, Reddit and in some other um, places where, like, message boards where they talk about the characters, mm-hmm. a lot of people think that a lot of people just hate him. They think he's this giant asshole. But it's because he has no real filter. Mm-hmm. And so he just kind of says what pops into his head. So that turns off a lot of people. Well, and see, that's weird because to me, if you guys seen the show Big Bang Theory, I think he's really just an artistic Sheldon. I can see that. He's very, as a matter of fact, like he'll just state what he sees or observes and there's Mm -hmm. no filter, like you said. And there's a lot of people out there like that and people find Sheldon to be endearing. I don't see why. Yeah. I like Sheldon a lot because he's very similar. I yeah. think in that aspect, maybe that's a type of that. Maybe that's just my type, which is makes me wonder why I'm with you. Cause you're not that type. <laughs> All right. Maybe we should break up, <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so we've already played through the whole thing once. Um, we're playing through it again. We're doing the new game plus. Mm-hmm. And so we're kind of... The first time, we just kind of went through it cold. But the second time, now we're using guides to kind of, you know, uh, max out certain specs that we kind of ignored the mm-hmm. first playthrough. And I'm actually picking up a lot more. Like, there's a lot more subtleties mm-hmm. that you pick up the second time around than you do at the beginning. There's a lot of things in the plot that you kind of miss and just gleam over the yeah. first time you play through it. And you really notice them when you play through the game again. I wish there was more anime cutscenes because the anime cutscenes are so good. Mm-hmm. And they're hilarious. The way their team is. But honestly, you know what? I think the first half of the game is the most interesting. I think the last three confidants are the most boring. And I told you that I felt like one of them didn't even need to be there. Yeah. So... But we won't spoil her. Yeah, we're not going to spoil it. I feel like one of them... Um, maybe when you guys like decide to play through it, if you play through it, or if you've already played through it, um, there's a confidant that I think in the last half of the game is that's just completely unnecessary, and I feel like um, was just kind of thrown in to extend gameplay. Mm-hmm. But um, but I mean, other than that, I mean, like the final palaces and stuff like that are really cool. The um, <laughs> the personas themselves are pretty cool. They range from cute to disgusting to bizarre to glorious. I mean, there's it's really it's really an interesting mix of you know of personas that you can use with different skills and everything like that. So, mm-hmm. um, any other thoughts? So, like like you mentioned, I really love this game. Um, the biggest thing I wanted to, to kind of bring up is it's a shame how few people are playing this game. It's so good. And God, it's good. The thing is, I think it sold 2 million copies, which is a lot for a persona series game, Mm -hmm. 
But compared to things like Call of Duty and all these other mainstream games, it's not that many copies. And the thing is, I think I hear this from a lot of people, um, they look at the cover and they assume it's some quote-unquote weird Japanese anime game. And the thing is, just because of that, they're not giving it a shot, even though it's really well-reviewed. Yes, yes. And I think that's a shame and that people really should play it at least experience it for themselves. Or if not, if you don't want to play it, you can check out streams of it. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of um, also um, Persona 5 memes on YouTube and comic dubs and stuff like that, which are hilarious. Mm-hmm. And so if any of them pique your interest, you should definitely give this game a chance. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm definitely the type of person who isn't really into anime that much. Um, but... It's the premise seemed really interesting, so I decided to give it a chance, and I'm obsessed. I read fan fiction. Mm -hmm. I shop for accessories, like Persona 5 accessories online. I want, like, a Shujin high school bag. Like, I mean, (laughs) serious. Like, I'm, like, hardcore addicted to this game and the, the students and... Obviously, I'm in love with Yusuke. I'm planning to create him in a lab and, like, kill you in your sleep. So, (laughs) (laughs) oh, no, we could do that whole um, get out scenario where I can, like, cut your brain out. Transfer. And transfer it into Yusuke. But then I'd lose, like, everything about Yusuke I love. Maybe I can smush you guys together (laughs) or something. I don't know. Whatever. Oh, I guess that was a spoiler for Get Out if no one has seen it. But that's another... That's, like, a really good movie, too. Mm-hmm. This random side note. There's a couple of other games that we're playing right now. Um, we're playing Deus, Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Deus Ex. Why do I keep mispronouncing that? But, but first, before we go to that, there's a couple of games that were really big that came out last year that we actually played and beat, if you remember... Probably, but remind me. Uh, so there's Assassin's Creed. Oh, Origins. it's Origins. Beautiful, beautiful game. Just visually stunning. The story is good too, but visually it's amazing. Mm-hmm. So I think that game was artistically pretty good. Um, the story is good. And I think the only thing that I wish was a little bit better about it is that it delved into this subject matter a little bit more. So the whole thing is about the start of the Assassin's Brotherhood. Yeah. And it does that well, but, you know, it's a really interesting time period in Ancient Egypt. Ancient Egypt, yeah. And I well, feel like Ptolemaic Egypt, so like Cleopatra and yeah. Ptolemy are trying to... Yeah. And I feel like that kind of took a backseat to the Assassin story. And I wish they would have gone into it a little bit more. I feel like this misfire, or not misfire, but underuse of the time period is something that we've seen consistently outside of the original renaissance settings where you have Ezio. Mm-hmm. I feel like and the only other uh, Assassin's Creed game that I think really took advantage of its setting was Black Flag. I still love Black Flag. I think Black Flag is still my favorite. Mm-hmm. But, you know, there's the complete disappointment of Unity which happens during one of the most tumultuous times in history during the The French French Revolution, Revolution, which could have been so amazing. And they also hyped up, you know, flashbacks to the Belle Epic, which is an amazing, beautiful time in France during like the 1890s. And those only lasted like a minute, maybe. And you don't even get to interact. It's just flashes of it. And then um, what's the other one with the brothers? 
syndicate, brother, mm-hmm. the brother and sister. That's in like industrial age, you know, Dickensian, Victorian England. And they could have used a lot more. I think that one was better integrated. That one was better. But I feel still it's kind of underwhelming. Well, I would say the most underwhelming one is three, like during the American Revolution. That made me sad too, especially since their protagonist was like half half American and half Native American. Yeah, I couldn't even finish that game. It got so... It just dragged. Yeah. And I I wanted to play it, you know, speaking as someone who's Native American, I was really excited about it. But it just... It just... I mean, to me, it was kind of... It was boring. But... Not as boring. I, I For me, Unity was harder to get through. Like, I would play it a little bit and then pass the controller to you and then legit fall asleep while you were playing because i I just could not stay awake playing it but you know whatever that's neither here nor there um what's another game you wanted to mention from this past year so we beat super mario odyssey very cute super cute game um that's one of those games that's perfect for like the whole family yeah and i would say it came at a perfect time because as we were wrapping up the year things were a little bit stressful at work so it's one of those games that really just cheers you up. Yes. And it's it's like a very cheerful, playful game. And you don't feel like you had to play through it in one sitting. Like you can make plenty of progress just playing it for like say 10, 15 minutes. Yeah, yeah. It's easy to pick up and put down. Mm-hmm. So which is great. Um what other games? So let's see. Um I think that's the majority of the ones that we played during that time. We did rent South Park, A Sick of True. No, not, not Sick, Sick of Truth. Truth Fractured uh, Butthole. Fractured Butthole, yeah. Okay, okay. The only way you would appreciate this game is if you're a hardcore South Park fan and you've seen every single episode, which I have, and or almost every single episode. Mm-hmm. And so there's so much, there's so many inside jokes. That is amazing, but the combat is oh so awful. The combat, the oh my god, so bad. <laughs> I would say it's one of those games that had great writing, but yes. absolutely terrible gameplay. The gameplay is terrible. Yeah. Yeah, it's. Uh, I would literally every time I played that game. Every time we got to the combat, I was like, oh, God, please make it stop. Like, <laughs> how can I get through this the fastest <laughs> way possible? I mean, and but the thing is, is that the actual combat skills, like the skills that each player has are really funny mm-hmm. and it's really cool. And like the um, the animation that comes with it is fantastic. You know, I mean, what do you expect from South Park? Mm-hmm. The, fa- the animation's fantastic and it's really funny and the stories are really funny. Um, and the missions are hilarious. It's just the gameplay is so terrible. That's the main weak link in that game, is gameplay. Yeah. Which, I mean, we rented it, and we plowed through most of it during a weekend. Um, but we have yet to re-rent it to finish it up. I, like, I would say this is definitely a rental, not a buy. Or you can buy it maybe used on eBay or something. Well, I mean, I really don't see any replay value. That's unless true. Unless you're it has achievement no hunting. Value. Which is the opposite of Persona, which I'm probably going to replay over and over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. So until the next Persona comes out. Which might be another five years. I don't know. That would be interesting. Yeah. 
But um, let's see. Another game that we, an older game that we kind of started going back into playing after a long hiatus is um, Grand Theft Auto V. Mm-hmm. Which is a game that I've always loved because, you know, who doesn't want to be, you know, a sadistic maniac, carjacking, shooting people and stuff like that? Who doesn't want to do that? Um, the single player uh, campaign still holds up very well mm-hmm. and um, is really enjoyable because the characters are re- are really good. And they've added in, you know, they the GTA online community mm-hmm. is still super active. And so <laughs> the only frustrating thing is every once in a while you'll get, you know, disconnected or something like that. Mm-hmm. But there's still tons of different, you know, heist missions. Um, we were getting into racing because they have yeah. crazier and crazier races. And I can't drive for shit. And so I kept getting stuck. Mm-hmm. I mean, you were pretty good. You came in. No, like I maybe still, it was still really hard to compete with the people that's been like playing this that's game. That's true. Like we were level, since we only played it, since we were only online super rarely, and we had only done a few missions, like, I don't know, maybe two or three years ago or something. Mm-hmm. We were, we're level, what, 14? Yeah. There are people who are like level 200. 200 something. That yeah. like are hardcore players. And I think it's best enjoyed if you're playing with a group of friends and you guys all have, you know, um, audio communication. Yeah, you stick it through all the way. Yeah, yeah. And see, that's that's the only thing about Grand Theft Auto Online that I have complaints about. So the game itself is amazing. The online, not to discredit them in any way, is absolutely astounding in terms of the level of complexity, the number of missions, unique things you can do. Uh-huh. Um, it's astounding. And... That's the problem with Grand Theft Auto is because it's supposed to be a seamless world mm-hmm. that doesn't load wherever you go. Every time you do something, the load time is absolutely unbearable. It's so long. <laughs> it's so it long. It's pretty long. Because it reloads the whole entire world every time you ship, shift between like free play and, say, a race. Yeah. Or if you exit a race, you want to go back to free play. And that's where a lot of the frustrations come from, because even with our excellent internet connection, mm-hmm. if someone terminates the game, we would have loaded into a race, waited forever for the race to load, and then waited forever for the timeout, and then right after we get disconnected, wait forever for it to reload Freeploy just so we can join the race again. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean, that's definitely pretty rough. Um, let's see. Now going to just briefly touching upon non-game stuff. Mm-hmm. I am so happy that you're getting into crime shows like I am. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And see, like, I'm addicted also to Forensics Files. Mm-hmm. That is a show that I will marathon. Like, when you're traveling for school slash work. Mm-hmm. Like, when you're gone on the weekend sometimes, I will marathon Forensics Files. It's on HLN all day long on Saturday. And mm-hmm. I will sit there and watch watch it all day. And I just find it so interesting. And I'm so glad. I know you don't really care for that show. But I'm glad you've gotten into um, BuzzFeed's, BuzzFeed Blue's Unsolved Mysteries yeah, series. Yeah, it's really good. Which, with Ryan and Shane, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I think the early seasons it has that Brett guy, but... Now it's Ryan and Shane, and I know at first you didn't like it, but you got sucked into it last night. Yeah. And so now we've been, like, kind of binging on that. So 
For those of you who are interested in like crime and mysteries and even a bit of the supernatural and you want just kind of like small doses of it mm-hmm. and uh, like if you go to YouTube to BuzzFeed Blue, I mean there's three seasons of it. They're very well done. Um and they're really informative. I mean a lot of these cases I already had kind of like foundational knowledge of. Mm-hmm. Um but they go into a, a lot of other theories that are super interesting. Um, they just uploaded the season three premiere, which was all about Jack the Ripper, which mm-hmm. was fantastic. And of course, Jack the Ripper is like an amazing, amazing case. Um, so yeah, it's something that I think that a lot of people might enjoy if they don't know about it already. It's yeah, it's one of those things that you know everyone knows BuzzFeed. They do lists and stuff like that, but it's one of those things that really like you sip you i was taken aback because i was like wow i can't believe the amount of production value and research and background that these guys have put effort into yeah yeah like it's it's amazing (laughs) i know because you're like oh usually they have you know just kind of like you know what sex toy are you or yeah they have they have a lot of these clickbait (laughs) articles nowadays on the normal buzzfeed and it's all like sex love like alcohol stuff like that yeah like tell us your favorite color and we'll give you a coffee order or something yeah yeah something weird like this it's mainly just to pass the time they do have some good you know news interviews and news articles and so i go to the site pretty much every day but the videos are pretty much just you know a lot of it's just kind of silly entertainment type of videos Mm -hmm. but these are incredibly good yeah and i mean it's just as good as watching you know like forensics files or um you know 48 hours or anything like that it's It's just the new unsolved mysteries for me that's why i really got i watched that when i was a kid I would watch that. I would marathon that too with Robert Stack. The yeah. do, 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 do. And for a long time, okay, I thought one of the guys that they were looking for actually was working at the Costco that was close to my house. Really? I swore up and down that the guy that they were looking for was working at the Costco. And of course, no one listened to me because I was like five or something like that. Who knows? Maybe you're right. <laughs> Maybe I was right. And then... My mom was joking around that because she hates my uncle. Mm-hmm. Um, my mom was joking around that one of the murderers that they were looking for was my uncle and that we should call the police on him and whatever. But anyways, that's, you know, we random. Digress. We digress. We like to go off on tangents and stuff. Hopefully, maybe you guys find it entertaining. Maybe not. Whatever. But um, I think we're going to wrap up this episode so it doesn't run on too long. Um Feel free to leave us comments and tell us, you know, what games you were excited about in this coming year. Uh, What games did you finish and enjoy last year? And we just hope everyone has a great New Year's. And, you know, congratulations if you're still sticking with your resolutions. We're guessing most people haven't. We kind of haven't. I mean, we're just kind of wishy-washy with it right now. Mm -hmm. But, you know, whatever. That's life. Shit happens. (laughs) All right, we'll sign off. All right. See you later. See you later.